Luke chapter 1-7. Luke 1-7. There's my Bible pages. Ooh, I'm looking at chapter 18 on your Bible, and I really like how the 8 is made. It is pretty spiffy, isn't it? Nice nice font there. It is. So, um, as we push play. So... (laughs) As we're getting into this, we're moving through chapter 17. We saw the first part last week as uh, Jesus talked about the, uh, the idea of not causing others to stumble, forgiving uh, even at great expense to ourselves, and illustrated the, the importance of obedience, that faith is obedience mm-hmm. um, in, in this picture of a, a servant just doing their job, not asking for an extra pat on the back. And uh, we should have the attitude of we're unworthy servants. We've only done our duty. Now the scene changes. So we're in the middle of the chapter, but Luke actually changes scenes, and we see a different story, and yet there's still connection to it. We'll see faith in action uh, as Jesus um, deals with 10 men with leprosy. Uh, Starting with verse 11, uh, we read in the NIV, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. So with this whole um, previous several chapters here, we've had a conversation that is set at a Pharisee's house, uh, and then we don't see a scene change until now. Mm-hmm. Now he's on his way to Jerusalem, uh, and it, as he's going into a village, in verse 12, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance, which is what lepers did, and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. It's interesting that they haven't met him yet, yet they call him Master. Uh, have pity on us, or most, uh, most other translations would say, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said, go show yourself to the priest. So he's, he doesn't even have to get to them. We know that he's not avoiding them because in other instances he touches, you know, he, he actually right. gets into it with them. And we've seen that in Luke's account. But here they cry out, have mercy on us. And he responds by saying, go show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Hmm. That, it's a really important pivotal verse here is verse 14. Jesus says it and they do it and they're cleansed. Verse 15, one of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And Luke draws out this idea, and he was a Samaritan, which is, of course, shocking to a Jew. He's, you know, Plot twist. Absolutely. You know, we see in Luke a lot of this, this emphasis on the Gentile presence, on the, the least, the last, and the lost, that um, those who are outsiders are made insiders through Christ. <clears throat> fantastic pivotal point of the gospel for all of us who are outside of Judaism like you and you and I as uh, gentile believers it's really important for us to see that that the the gospel of the kingdom is for everybody and mm-hmm. that's a major theme of Luke <clears throat> so um, this samaritan is the one who throws himself at Jesus feet and thanks him uh, verse 17 Jesus asks we're not all 10 cleansed clearly rhetorical here. We're not all 10 cleansed. Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Uh, and, and as he says that, it kind of feels like almost a disdain, but there's a, there's a rhetorical sarcasm right. that, that takes place here. <clears throat> then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Interestingly, we, we know and we recognize that it's not faith in faith. Faith in Scripture always has an object, and the object is God. When we put our faith in Him, then things um, 
things have power and, and movement. When we put our faith in an idol or in our own understanding, then things are dead and they are in opposition to God. So when he says your faith has made you well, it's not just while well, you believed, you have positive feelings and you've, uh, your, your, your positive thinking has spoken something into existence. It's not that at all, right. which is where, uh, without preaching the sermon beforehand, is where we, we run into some real problems with what we often call the prosperity gospel or health and wealth gospel or any of those kinds of things or the name it and claim it and you know, all, all these different things, word of faith. Uh, not all exactly the same, but very closely related. And Jesus is sort of, um, he says this here where we can take it and twist it into such things. But it's not faith in faith, it's faith in him. And the faith here, just as we saw in, in the previous portion of Luke 17, when we're talking about forgiveness, isn't, you know, give me some mystical feeling, you know, or, or, or you know, download faith into my brain so that I'm able to just believe. Right. It's not that. He equates faith with action straight along. Notice again back in verse 14, when he saw them, he, Jesus, being the master of all things in all, in all of creation, in the physical realm, emotional, spiritual, all things, he commands, go and show yourself to the priest. That's all he says. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have him jump through a bunch of hoops, and he doesn't say you're healed. I think that's very significant, that he doesn't say you're healed. And he doesn't come and touch them. He says, go show yourself to the priest. In Leviticus 14, that's the prescribed thing for someone who has been healed from leprosy. They still have leprosy. And he tells them to go to the priest as if they don't have leprosy hmm. to show them, to present themselves to the priest so that he can declare them clean and they'll be able to worship uh, in the temple again. As they went, they were cleansed. So before they saw the result of his command, they obeyed. Before they saw any cleansing taking place, before, you know, he, he didn't lay hands on them. He didn't do some He didn't say, if thing. you do this, this will happen. Right. He just says, go show yourself to the priest. In faith, they obey. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the faith picture or equivalency or however you want to word it that we see over and over in scripture that faith is obedience if i don't obey then i'm just talking about my faith and i don't have faith christ's half brother james same mom different dad uh and so just in case anybody's missing it i got it it's because jesus was immaculately conceived. You've heard about Jesus, right? right? <laughs> we, we know this story, right? So Joseph was not his dad. He was his stepdad, so to speak, and was James's father. So that said, James, throughout his book, emphasizes if you believe, if you have faith, then quit talking about it and be about it. Mm -hmm. you, you're not going to be given lip service to faith if you have real faith. If you have real faith, you will obey. And you got to have faith. you got to have faith. So, uh, nice George Michael reference, by the way. Uh, That's the only part of that song I can remember. Yeah, for good reason. <laughs> the, the picture that we see here in, in Luke, the picture that we see in James, is consistent with what we see throughout all of Scripture, that faith always requires obedience. Mm -hmm. Abraham and Isaac. God calls him to faith. Abraham is a man of great faith. God calls him to go and sacrifice his son. An impossible thing. Impossible. 
which is contrary to everything that right. God has ever said. Don't sacrifice your children to Molech. Don't, you know, all of these different things. God does not want infant sacrifices or human sacrifices, but he calls him to go and sacrifice not just his son, but because he could have sacrificed Ishmael, but the son that was the child of the promise, the son that mattered the most. This was the one through whom God was going, and he had already told him, through Isaac, your offspring will be reckoned. Now I want you to go kill him. How does he do that in faith? He can't possibly have felt good about it, obviously. <laughs> Understatement. So again, if we wait for feelings, we'll never obey. Right. But if we obey, we see God move. So Abraham's faith was shown in the fact that he actually did what God called him to do. My faith is shown despite when Despite his feelings, despite, most likely. So I mean, there, I don't think right. there's any question about it. I don't right. think we have to hedge on that. There's no chance that Abraham he was like, was okay, like, cool. Great. Okay, Lord, that's what you say. Right. But in Hebrews, we say Abraham, he wasn't thinking, well, God's going to stop me. Right. He was thinking, even if God has me do this, God can raise the dead. God right. created right. the universe. If he's telling me to do this, he's got a plan. I don't know what it is. But it's I good, hate but it's everything good. about this, right. but I trust him. Right. Therefore, I act, and I will let God take care of the details. So when we're, when we're going through this forgiveness that we see earlier in 17, when we see these, oh, goodness, we're already over time. When we see um, these lepers, they receive the command, and they go. Some of them were probably thinking, oh, man, I thought he was going to heal us. You know, Why didn't he do like he did with that other guy? So they go, and they're being healed along the way. And only one of them comes back to, to praise God, which is a whole other right. aspect of it, that this foreigner, this Samaritan, not the Jewish ones, and, and clearly because of the delineation, there's a mixture here. Mm -hmm. some, some Jew problem, maybe all Jewish except for this guy. We don't know that. We just know that he was different than the others in that he was a Samaritan. But he comes back, gives thanks, praises God, and he says, go, your faith has made you well. But every time I've heard this preached, I, I've heard it preached on the gratitude. Mm. Jesus doesn't talk about your thankfulness has made you well. He talks about your faith. There's something unique in this faith that the others have in that they get healed, and yet they don't express that, that gratitude that flows out of that faith. So we'll talk about that on Sunday. That's a nice way to end it. Uh, so we will talk about that on Sunday. I have a feeling it's going to be more about faith than gratitude. For sure. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about gratitude because how can we not? True but we'll, we will clearly see that uh, faith and obedience go hand in hand. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.